Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. One o'clock hour. Trent and I here until two. Coming up in oh, about 15 minutes. Well, not quite. Adam Teicher, ESPN.com. Talked to Teicher for a long time, many years Yeah, on the radio. Look forward to catching up with uh, with Adam. Uh, on the AFC West, and in particular the Kansas City Chiefs, of course they play here, home and away, and throughout the playoffs, for as far as they go, oh. they have the first, oh, the first uh, ranked offense in football, number thirty ranked defense in football. Normally, we've seen teams that have stellar defenses but pedestrian offenses go further than yes. teams that have it the other way around like the Chiefs do at this point, right? I mean, it's, it's defense wins yeah. championships, right? Chicks dig the long ball, defense <laughs> wins championships. It's not the best recipe for success in I the NFL. I don't think it is either. Can they shore this up, I wonder? That's a question for Teicher. Who follows yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Earl Thomas, if that, if there's anything to that rumor, uh, that would certainly shore things up. Eric I mean, Berry. Barry coming back, but... What can you expect, right? right? Sorensen, when he gets back. You know, I was never high on him as a yeah. lot of teams were. I mean, he seemed to be made some plays. I'm not saying that he doesn't belong on the field, but mm-hmm. there's people that are higher on Danny Sorensen than I am. He's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's all right. He's, I agree. He's a C plus, B minus, maybe mm-hmm. on a good day. Mm-hmm. But from what that defense, they could use a few but more they C pluses. Could use a few B-minus. more C pluses. Excellent point. <laughs> Let me ask you about this question I asked Zubin. And I, I honestly was going to file this away for the summer next yeah. year. Because um, you and I try to stay away from Mount Rushmore. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Uh, the second most, because I think Muhammad Ali is the most recognizable sports figure in history. Right. And obviously, if it, you know, if he would have been born today, I'm not sure he would have been because, A, it's boxing. Right. You know, when he was in his prime, boxing was boxing was a thing. And then pay-per-view came along and made it not a thing for a lot of reasons. I mean, boxing, every big fight was on your TV. And we didn't have a lot of channels to choose from, right? It was wide world of sports on Sunday afternoon, a lot of those fights or whatever, that whenever they were on. But I still think because of his, you know, away from his sport, what he became – Elevated him. I'll never forget the Atlanta Olympic Games. We lit the torch. You know, Parkinson's taking a toll as his hand is shaking. I remember being on the air trying to speculate, well, who is this surprise person yeah. that's going to that's going to light the torch? David Justice? Yeah. I was blown away when yeah. Ali was standing up there. On, I was just blown away. But like, oh, my God. Um, For who, my generation. But who's number two? Is, is Ali? What, is, is, See, because he, doesn't have, he yeah. doesn't have that pull for me. I never saw him box. Right. And I didn't see him advertise things. Yeah, George Foreman That's is probably a lot of grills. More formative for me, mm-hmm. certainly Mike Tyson is. Or Mike Jordan. <laughs> but Michael Jordan's the biggest, and that's where I was going to go for, right. for people my generation. Jordan would be the Jordan. Guy. But worldwide, not just in the United States, worldwide. But there isn't a guy. That's it's, why I thought Tiger it, would be the answer I, to the I question. I think you were on to the right track. When you say everybody, it's not literally everybody. Right. But everybody knows who Tiger Woods is. I think most do, Trent. And, and worldwide, though, compared to the United States, that number certainly shrinks. Mm-hmm. But think about this. Who is the most f- famous soccer player now in the world? Is it 
Cristiano um, Ronaldo? Probably, or the other guy, number 10. Like, Neymar? They, uh, no, no, no. He's the he's the biggest flopper. Oh Messi? Messi. Thank okay. you, Lionel Messi. But think of that. I mean, we are as big a sports fans as you're going to mm-hmm. go, and it took me a moment to get Messi. Well, and I you didn't get got it. it. <laughs> so, I think he is number 10, though, so I'm going to give myself half a we point. We are huge sports fans. Mm-hmm. So think of it in that I think context. Pele was the answer 30 years ago. Yeah. I do. But I think it's Tiger now. I think you're absolutely right. Who's the? Uh, here's one more for you. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm playing all my summer cards in football season. Well, people, we do not need to do this right by now. By the time we get to June, people bring, forget. Bring them out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. Yeah. We'll just remember that we did them in the one o'clock hour. We'll start the noon hour. Right. Um, who's the most recognizable female athlete in history? In history. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Worldwide, I think. I mean, that's what I was looking for with uh, with uh, Tiger and and Muhammad Ali. I don't know the answer. I mean, Serena, I, that's a recent see, one. That's a good one, Trent. And mine was a tennis player, the first one that popped into my mind. Martina Navratilova. No, no, but you might be right with Serena Williams, Billie Jean King. Billie Jean King. Yeah. Again, we're we're showing our. Age I know. Well, I am here. in particular, right? Yeah. But I think your answer might be right. The most. The most world, why? Because you think of great Olympic athletes, but it's such a short window. It's a gymnast, right? And who? Barry Lou Retton. That's the first one that popped into my mind. Or, but Nadia I'm showing Kovinich, my age. I mean, people in their twenties. Olga who, Corbett. Who's old man kind of talking about Mary Lou Retton? So, <laughs> we get into these generational divides too. When you when you go down, currently, Serena. Certainly. Serena Williams, yes, currently all time. That's a much more difficult question. And, and women's sports, because it is so far behind. I mean, mm-hmm. the NCAA, you're talking about UConn women's basketball and compared it to Alabama football. I couldn't football. name one person. But, but think, of, women's basketball wasn't even an NCAA-sanctioned event until the late 70s, early 80s. They still played in some other structure that wasn't even the NCAA. Mm. So think of how far behind it is, and then when you take that big-picture view. It's a difficult question. Fun one, though. Yeah. Save that for the summer. Okay, I will. We'll take a timeout. Adam Teicher is going to join us when we come back. We'll get into the NFL with Adam Teicher. Boy, the uh, primetime games this week. Who do you think wins the wins the week, Mr. Television Analyst? Okay. Um, Iowa State plays at six, so that's where, you know, Iowa State, TCU, and ESPNU. Yes. That'll get the TCU fans and the Iowa State fans. Uh, ABC at 630 has Ohio State, Penn State. Mm-hmm. NBC at 630 has Stanford, Notre Dame. And Fox, an hour later, 7.30, has BYU in Washington. Now, that will come third, right? Yes. Who wins the week between ABC and NBC? ABC throttles them. Because of the Big Ten? Big Ten. Notre Dame doesn't elevate them? No. Even with Stanford and Stanford being good? No. No, I'm with you. It's it's Ohio uh, Ohio State and Penn State. Now, let me ask you, go back 15 years, 20 years. Notre Dame's fan base, Trent. Yeah, a little overrated. Well, they they mean they had their own network back then. They did. They were on every week. No, you couldn't say that about everybody else. Thirty years ago, okay. Twenty years ago, shrinking. Oh yeah, so you're right. Twenty years ago was yeah, most everything, especially 90s. Big Ten was on. Mm-hmm. I think it's a different conversation. Certainly, yeah, but a different ABC, conversation will, ABC today. will rule the roost. Yes. I'm with you, Adam Teicher. Next, Trent and I until two. Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. 
You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Hello, everybody. I'm Charles Eston. And when my daughter Addie was diagnosed with leukemia, it was the darkest day of our lives. But the Leukemia Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings light to that darkness. Light the Night walks are magical events of hope and illumination where thousands of patients, family, friends, and co-workers come together to raise money for the battle against blood cancers. My Addie is a survivor. Won't you join my grateful family and so many others in bringing light to the darkness of cancer at a Light the Night Walk near you? Please visit LightTheNight.org. The Light the Night Walk is Sunday, September the 30th at Principal Park. Registration starts at 5.30. The walk begins at 7.30. For more information, go to lls.org backslash Iowa. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller & Condon on 1700 KBGG. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Excited to talk football with our next guest. After all, I've been talking to him for literally decades now. Going back to his time at the Kansas City Star, of course, ESPN.com. He's Adam Teicher, a longtime Kansas City Chiefs reporter. Now we're doing it at ESPN.com. Adam, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, good to reconnect with you, Adam Teicher. How you been? Good. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Appreciate you coming on. You know, let's, uh, I mean, it's hard not to start with the Kansas City Chiefs uh, in the AFC West, maybe the best team in the AFC, at least through three weeks of the season. Uh, number one ranked offense in the NFL, number 30 ranked defense in the NFL, usually teams that go a long way and have that kind of disparity, I guess. It's usually the other way around. A really good defense can lead them places, but the offense, um, they can win despite that. Can this Chiefs team win if this defense doesn't improve? I mean, win in the long term. Yeah, it's it's very hard. Going to be very hard for them to do. I mean, if they're scoring uh, 40 points a game like they've been, then maybe all bets are off then. But if this thing starts to dip a little bit, I think it's maybe inevitable that it has to, to some extent, um, then it's it's going to be tough for the Chiefs. I mean, they, you know, they, they did win with uh, fairly comfortable margins in two of their games, 10 points in one and uh, 11 the other day. So, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, they, they are getting the job done in that regard. So, uh Hard to fault them, but at some point they've got to play better defense. They they do have to be a little more, uh, um, you know, a little more. Um, you know, they, they've been hitting. They they played defense well at times, and then they, there's certain portions of certain games where they've just kind of, uh, you know, fallen apart. In in the game the other day, it was it was the second half, and the game uh, against the Chargers uh, to start the season was the second half. It was the second quarter against the Steelers the other day. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, they they Chiefs gave up three touchdowns in the second quarter alone. You know, and part of this is how they're playing. You know, they've been they, Chiefs haven't been behind all season, so they they've kind of been content. They've been leading most of these games, so they've kind of been content 
especially this game against the 49ers when they had a huge lead. And, hey, go on and score a touchdown. Just We're, we're just going to make you take a long time to do it. You know, they made the 49ers draw, take eight minutes to get a field goal in the fourth quarter the other day. So, you know, they'll take that any time with the big lead. But I, I just don't see how this is sustainable the way it's going. I mean, they've been, they've been so uh, easy, uh, it's such an easy mark on defense at times. They, they have to fix that, yeah. Well, one way to fix it is to get a little bit of help and the continued rumors out there about Earl Thomas and a possibility of a trade bringing him in from Seattle. What's the latest you're hearing on that front, Teich? Yeah, I, I don't know that the uh, Chiefs are going to go down that route road. I, you know, they might. Um, you know, I, I know there wasn't a lot of uh, enthusiasm for it, uh, uh, for their ability to do it. Let's put it that way. Um, earlier, you know, that was before maybe they knew that Eric Berry was going to be out for a while. But, uh, you know, the Chiefs are having cap problems. I, I don't see how they're going to be able to uh, – fit um, Earl Thomas's salary. They're probably going to have to redo his deal right now if they make a trade. And you know, Andy Reid said yesterday that's not where the Chiefs were looking. So, uh, hey, not to say it couldn't happen, but uh, I'm not expecting it to hmm. at, at this, this point. At this point, three weeks into the season, uh, pursuant to the AFC, I mean, Miami's 3-0. and They've got the Patriots this coming week. I'm not sure we're buying stock in the Dolphins just yet. But who do you think right now? Give us a, a team or two in the AFC. Maybe their record's not perfect. Maybe that team's Jacksonville, who the Chiefs will see in three weeks. But kind of give us your top three power rankings you know, off the top of your head in the AFC, Adam. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of been a weird year so far. Some of the teams we're used to um, dominating the conference are not off to great starts. You know, I'm talking about New England and Pittsburgh. So, uh, you know, there's those two teams, and I'm not ready to count either one out. If you're kind of looking about some other teams, you know, Jacksonville certainly um, you know, is going to be. You know, they they play defense well enough. I, I can't wait. They come to Arrowhead in two weeks. What game that's going to be? I, I can't wait to see that one. So. Uh, um, uh, you know, I, I think Jacksonville has to be out on the list. Now, if you're looking at sort of an under-the-radar team, a team maybe no one's talking about right now, and, and maybe I'm way off on this one, but I, I kind of had my eye on them, and I, I think at times they can play some nasty defense, too, and that's Cincinnati. Mm. I, I still think the Bengals have a shot to win that division. Um, hey, maybe they'll, yeah, maybe maybe they've won their last game. They're going to win this season. I don't know, but I've got my eye on the Bengals and uh, as a team that might be one of those dark horse teams. Um, um, to, I, I don't think they'll be a Super Bowl team, but uh, you know, hey, it wouldn't surprise me to see them win the uh, AFC North. Uh, although uh, you know Pittsburgh bounced back with a, a win last night. Yeah, they certainly did. And I'm with you on Cincinnati. I, in fact, I picked them to win the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> Didn't work uh-huh. out. So I'm with you. They're, they're good, or they could end up winning two games. Uh, pursuant to the AFC West, 3-0 uh, and right now. Denver's 2-1. and I think Denver is a fake uh, team. I really do, and I'm a fan, Adam. Um, but i just not buying them with Case Keenum. Monday night, we'll see the Chiefs go to Denver. Uh, where I'm going with you at the you know as we you know stay in that division are the Chargers that the team the team the Chiefs will ultimately end up having to fear most? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I agree with you with the Broncos. I mean, I don't think that's a bad team, but they're not. You know, they're maybe an eight nine win right. team at, at best. I think I, I don't I don't think that's a team that's going to be a serious challenger, particularly if the team, Chiefs can get to ten or eleven or, or more victories. Uh, so yeah, I think the Chargers um, 
are the team the Chiefs have to beat uh, to win the division. You know, they've had a pretty difficult schedule. There, there are three undefeated teams right now, and the Chargers have lost in the NFL, and the Chargers have lost to two of them, the Chiefs and the Rams. So their schedule flattens out a little bit. I mean, they've got the Raiders coming up a couple times here and uh, in, the, in, in, the, um, in the upcoming weeks, and, and there's some other games on their, their schedule that, uh, you know, against teams like the Jets and stuff like that. So, um, um, you know, I, I think the Chargers are ready for a little bounce back here. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of losses for them in the next six or eight weeks, and maybe a couple – so, um, you know, I, I think the Chargers are still, in the long run, going to be a better uh, gauge for the Chiefs than the uh, the Broncos do. So uh, we've seen this offense and what Patrick Mahomes has done, 13 touchdowns, no interceptions, nearly 300 yards a game. Yet the running game really hasn't got on track yet with Kareem Hunt and company. What do you attribute that to? Is it just because the passing game's working so well? Is it struggles up front on the offensive line? Why haven't we seen the same combination going in with the passing game with the run? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting, and I don't I don't know. I mean, I think the Chiefs are grappling with that a little bit. Uh, you know, it hasn't been blocked real well, but uh, you know why? I mean, they, they've got some. Uh, you know, they, they've got a, a decent, if not great, offensive line. So they should be able to run the ball a little better, and you know, I, I think. Um, you know, maybe a little bit to start with. Um, people weren't aware of Mahomes, and and maybe uh, stacking the the box a little bit. But I, you know that that's kind of gone away, so they don't really have that. Ex- uh, can't use that as a consistent excuse. So uh, it's just something the Chiefs going to have to figure it out. You know, somebody asked me why the Chiefs went to so many gadget plays on the goal line. You remember against the Chargers, they scored a couple short touchdowns on those. Uh, uh, perimeter plays, those jet sweep type plays, and I, I just thought felt like the Chiefs weren't confident they could run the ball there against the Char- Chargers needing a yard and a short yardage or goal line situation. So uh, you know that that's an area for the Chiefs to grow in for sure is that running game. Adam, great to catch up with you. Look forward to doing it maybe once or twice more throughout the uh, regular season. Appreciate uh, any time you can give us. Thank you, Adam Teicher. Hey, anytime. Good to talk to you. Adam Teicher, ESPN.com, covers the AFC West. Uh, you know, you kind of, let me pick, we only got a minute before we get a good break in here. Yeah. What we're seeing from Pat Mahomes, will, will defenses, can they catch up to him? I think so. I think there's going to be some kind of regression, and I mean, that has to linger in the back of your mind. You don't do this in the NFL. You're not supposed to. No. Dan Marino had the ridiculous year in 84. Mm-hmm. But you just, we don't see this. Now, he's not a rookie, so I guess it is a touch different. Technically, yeah, he only played one game last year, but right. yeah, he sat on the bench, watched Alex Smith, had Matt Nagy tutor him. But nobody puts together a year like this. I he's... know. Just boy, running around, and that arm trend just blows you away. But uh, injury of the offensive line, wide receiver goes down, Kelsey gets hurt again. I mean, there's so many factors that go into it that mm-hmm. you got to figure it's obviously not going to continue like this. Mm-hmm. There, there's going to be, there'll be regression, and uh, might come quick. You ready to talk some baseball? We said we were finally, going to do it. Finally, yes. Uh, Bill Cosby, by the way, three to ten years state prison for Bill Cosby. Ooh. We'll come back. Brian Walton is going to be here. We'll talk some baseball with Brian Trent and I until two seventeen hundred KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? 
you can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Nickett with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Nickett can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Nickett. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up. Up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown! Absolute Auto Repair. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Carrie Hands Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that 
that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello. It's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Right, welcome back. It's our final segment. A long segment at that. We promise we're going to talk some baseball, some National League Central baseball with one of the needle movers in the market. That's the St. Louis Cardinals who are in a, a real fight, quite honestly, Trent, as we talked about earlier with the Colorado Rockies. The Brewers are in town. Brewers took game one of this three-game set last night, a come-from-behind victory, scoring uh, uh, in, in every inning, uh, six, seven, eight, and nine to, uh, to top them six to four. Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com, he joins us. Brian Trenton, Ken, how are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. Brian, does it feel to you that, um, boy, the Brewers are almost out of sight now for the Cardinals. Instead of looking ahead, maybe they should be looking over their shoulder to try and fend off the Rockies. I guess where I'm going, Brian, this final five days of the regular season, uh, strap yourself in. Yeah, from a standing perspective, I agree with you, Ken. The reality is the Cardinals have to to win as many possible games as they can, and those games are against the Brewers, and then the Cubs. And the schedule maker hasn't been kind to them because Colorado, who's their closest uh, contender, has six games remaining at home against the Phillies and the Nationals. And about all those two teams are playing for is whether they can finish the season with a 500 record or not. So, you know, and the Rockies, you know, the first game in the series against the Phillies last night, uh, the Rockies just pounded the Phillies 10-1. to And uh, they won four games in a row you know, playing really well after being swept by the Dodgers last week. So the situation is Colorado has six games remaining, St. Louis has five games remaining. And for them to even tie at the end of the season, St. Louis has to win just one less than Colorado. So if Colorado goes 4-2, the Cardinals have to go at least 3-2. 5-1, the Cardinals have to go at least 4-1. So, you know, like you said, it's going to be watching the scoreboard to see what the Colorado Rockies are doing all weekend long, and the Cardinals have to find a way – to take care of business against a couple really tough opponents. Flaherty last night uh, didn't seem like he had his best stuff. Is it maybe a 22-year-old getting to the end? You wonder how much gas is left in that tank as he certainly gets up there in innings. Certainly the questions have been asked, Trent, and of course nobody's going to admit they're tired, but you know, this, is a, this is a place you know, beyond where some of these guys have gone before. And 
I thought Flaherty pitched a really good game last night. They, you know, Shield might have kept him in a batter too long, you know, as the walks started to pile up. But, you know, Flaherty's been, you know, one of the most pleasant surprises in the National League this year. Certainly will get a considerable uh, number of votes for the Rookie of the Year. The challenge is that the Cardinals have Flaherty positioned to potentially pitch in whatever their elimination game is going to be. But they've got to get far enough along to even play in that elimination game. And, you know, the next two pitchers in this series coming up, you know, aren't necessarily the guys that you would pick to, you know, bet your season on. And, you know, nothing against Austin Gomber and John Gant. They both performed very well this year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not exactly like having Adam Wainwright and Chris Carpenter at their best. Mm-hmm. So so help us out with that then, Brian, uh, because Flaherty right now, according to you know, ESPN.com, and I looked earlier this morning, they've got him against Montgomery on Sunday in the season finale. But they may push him back. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if the Cardinals clinch, they could make Sunday a bullpen game and mm-hmm. save Flaherty for uh, the tiebreaker, or more likely the wild card game on Tuesday. You know, it's it's a really interesting situation in that you know we know pretty well for sure that Wainwright and Michaelis are going to pitch in Chicago, and a lot will depend on obviously what happens around them. But the Cardinals could conceivably have to play in three elimination games, mm-hmm. three days in a row in three different cities. <laughs> and what I mean by that is. Sunday in Chicago, yeah. I mean, the, the season could be riding on that. If they have to play a tiebreaker game on Monday, that will be um, at home. And then the wild card game on Tuesday, which right now looks like it would be in Milwaukee. So, you know, the Cardinals could end up, you know, even if they get in, having to spend a lot of time on airplanes uh, here in the next uh, a week. You know, just one more on Jack Flaherty, because it came out last week, and I think it was The Athletic, and you may be aware of this. I don't think Trent and I spoke about it because we're so football-heavy right now. <laughs> but apparently the proposed trade prior to the season or early in the season, when it seemed like Josh Donaldson was on his way out of Toronto, this was before all the health stuff cropped up this year, and St. Louis was apparently the team that showed the most interest. Apparently the proposed trade was Josh Donaldson for Jack Flaherty. Did you ever hear that? Well, I only read it here recently, and, and I think it was one of the national writers who... Um, John Heyman, maybe? Made... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one of the national guys are the rumor guys, and, you know, if the, if the Jays turn that down, they're, they're crazy, yeah. because, yeah. you know, they only had one year of Donaldson at best anyway, and, you know, it wasn't like they were going to beat the Yankees or the Red Sox this year, but, you know, as you mentioned, Donaldson, you know, even though he's only 32, the injuries are piling up. He only hit 234 for Toronto before the trade, and then after the trade, now with Cleveland, he's batting two nineteen. So, you know, I, obviously Donaldson's market this winter isn't going to be the same as it would have been a year ago. And Mustakis is going to be back out there as well. So there'll be some competition at the third base position. And, I, you know, he's not going to get bucket loads of money like he might have gotten before. One game wild card, and you get your choice. You can either get the Milwaukee Brewers, who looks like it will be, or the Chicago Cubs, let's say the Brewers nip them, and take the division. Who would you rather see in that one game wild card? I'd rather face the Brewers. And the Cardinals have the Cardinals have played the Brewers better traditionally. Although, you know, all this talk about the Brewers being a little sister in the division, well that's not the case. You know, as you well know, yep. the Brewers finished ahead of the Cardinals this year. It looks like they could finish ahead of them this year. So they're a formidable opponent. But they're not the Cubs and you know the Cubs have the horses and, and they have the recent history. Uh, they're you know, they're the team that I would prefer to play less, the Cubs than the Brewers. If I had my choice, you know, let me ask you a, a kind of a, a, an off the wall question because we know that the most valuable player in in the American League, you, the, you get uh, 
players out of the East and out of the West. But let's just say it's the Central, because there are three guys in the Central is where I'm going, Brian Walton. Uh, the Cubs, the Cards, and the Brewers all have, I think, a viable candidate. Um, who's the most valuable player in the National League Central? I think I think it's Yelich. Uh, I mean, Baez is a good player, and, and don't get me wrong, but he's got a better supporting cast around him. I think Yelich, mm-hmm. the addition of Yelich, transformed the Milwaukee offense this year, I think. And he's a, I think he's a true difference maker. I, I couldn't believe the Cardinals pitched to him last night, you know, late in the game with a runner in yep. scoring position. I, I don't know what they were thinking because, you know, Yelich, I, Yelich is my MVP. And again, you know, if Baez wins it, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, my heart wouldn't be broken. I think unless Matt Carpenter has a tremendous five games left, I think his slump here in September probably pushed him to the back of that pack of those three. So are you ready for a four-hour game tonight with Gio Gonzalez on the bump for uh, mm. for the Brew Crew? Well, I, you know, Trent, you're a lot younger than me. I might actually sleep, you know, catch a little nap this <laughs> afternoon so that I could stay up after midnight and uh, be able to catch the whole thing. Oh, man, that guy drives me nuts. Yeah, no, he is a human rain delay. So, uh, would uh, and I think I probably know the answer to this, but the Cardinals, would they be even close to being in this position had they not made the managerial change when they did? Ken, you know, on our, on our message board at the Cardinal Nation, we're having a huge debate about that right now because there's one camp of people who feel that the Cardinal season has already been successful no matter what. And my take is, by the way, to, to, to put the data around it, the Cardinals are 40-24 and 24 under show. Wow. 16 games over 500. And the team for the whole year is only 17 games over 500. So, I mean, you can do the math. The Cardinals have been a tremendously better player, better team under show, no doubt about it. But... Bill DeWitt, principal of the Cardinals, has said all along, we have the talent to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And when they fired Matheny, they said, we have the talent to be in the playoffs. We're not executing. We're not getting what we need out of our players, out of our coaches. And so, for me, it's a very binary thing. The Cardinals make the playoffs. It's a successful season. If the Cardinals fail for the third year in a row, yeah, they made improvement, but they fell short. To the bullpen, which has been uh, certainly... Got him and, yesterday. An up-and-down ride, and, and yeah, it was certainly down yesterday. Brebbia looks to be a guy that might be the back-end closer of the future. Should that be happening sooner rather than later? I think Carlos Martinez is your closer. Okay. I think given his experience and his repertoire, but should Brebbia have a more prominent role? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Bud Norris seems to be you know not right. Uh, Jordan Hicks, they gave him a week off which tells you that, you know, he's probably hit the wall. Again, he's like we talked about with Flaherty, you know, he's pitched, you know, much more than he ever has in his career. And he's, you know, we saw him last night. He had trouble throwing strikes. He had trouble locating the ball. And so, you know, you look around that bullpen and there are 15 or sorry, uh, 19 pitchers in the Cardinals on the Cardinals right now, 14 in the bullpen. And out of that 14, you can only name a couple of dependable guys. It's really pretty scary. And unless they figure it out in a hurry, you know, they're not going to go far in the playoffs. You know, you mentioned that playoff potential playoff uh, on Monday. Should it occur? And and I, and I guess I'm uh, where you're going here is the Rockies uh, and, and the Cardinals would have tied, correct for that for that uh, final right, spot. Yeah, and then that's because it. of the season record, the Cardinals beat them in the regular series. That's right, Ken. Uh, Colorado, uh, St. Louis beat Colorado five games to two in their head-to-head mm-hmm. match this this season. So they already know. And St. Louis is actually already selling tickets for the tiebreaker game on Monday if it's gotcha. needed. So Colorado would come to St. Louis for that game if Colorado wins exactly one more game than St. Louis the rest of the way. 
So you get that scenario out there. Monday, That's Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday, quick turnaround. Going to the weekend, and with the Cubs, I mean, you would hope here certainly that the Cardinals obviously beat the Brewers the next two and get back in that mix and a chance to host the wild card game. But, I mean, what are you kind of hoping for on the other side from the Cubs' perspective, That just that they have it wrapped up and, and they're not worrying about what's happening this weekend? Yeah. Well, you know, of course we can't determine what will really happen, but, you know, what? of course what you'd like to see is the Cubs, you know, stumble and for the Cardinals to not only beat them, but beat them decisively and get some momentum heading into the postseason and maybe the Cubs, you know, questioning themselves. But, you know, I, you know, heading into Wrigley, playing three tough games, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's anybody's guess what's going to happen. The Cardinals have played the Cubs well this year. I mean, they haven't been stopped like they did the last two years. So, you know, at least they're competitive this year, and, you know, hopefully at least they'll find a way to get into the playoffs. And, you know, worrying about Chicago at this point, other than the games that are immediately ahead of them that they need to win, worrying about facing them in the playoffs, you know, they got to they got to get through a lot of ground before they get to that point. Mm. Yeah, I'm guessing you'd rather switch positions with the Brewers, right? Finish up with three against Detroit? Yeah, how about that? And you know, well, you know, schedule makers. Yeah. You know, let's give it to the schedule makers. They did a good job. They've got the, they've got, you know, in the case of the of the Cubs and the Brewers and the Cardinals, you know, they've got the teams playing each other that are, you know, the, in the thick of things. It's I know it's a complicated thing to put the major league schedule together, but you'd like to see contending teams play one another. And unfortunately, while Detroit has a great history, you know, they're. Obviously, you know, one of the core teams in baseball this year. No doubt. Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you again in the playoffs. Yes, you. Oh, I like the confidence. Yes. Take care. Good to talk to you, Brian. Brian Walton, right CardinalNation.com. And uh, that'd be fine by me if the uh, Cardinals make the the playoffs. Um, schedule makers done their job again, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the Cardinals are going to go to uh, Chicago for a four-game set. Did you know on Sunday, and, and I think probably we knew this, but every game starts within 10 minutes of one another. Yep, that's awesome. uh, they changed that two years ago. I not been say. long, yeah, yeah, not been long. So you get 2 o'clock central, first two pitch, central. 2 5 and two ten. I think are the three spots. And it wraps up really well because those games are ending 5 o'clock. You know, you're, you're getting halftime, just beginning of the second half of the NFL game, mm-hmm. so... You remember the great night in baseball. What was oh, that? I do. Uh, seven years ago, eight years ago? Yes. When it comes down to the final night, uh-huh. and there's back and forth and the, and the craziness that is. Where were the Cardinals? Were the Cardinals in Houston? Mm, that sounds familiar. I think. Yeah. Uh, what year was that? I know I was, I don't know. I don't know. 2012? 2012. Is that right? 2011, 2012? Wasn't 13, I don't think. It's either 12 or maybe. And my Google search came up with nothing. Nothing. All right. Nothing at all. But that was a great night. And oh, yeah, it absolutely was. And they're trying to... And Baltimore was in it late. Yes. They were one of the teams. Them Boston. Were... Back and forth. Yeah. What, Come what... on, Trent. You're a better Google. Give it one more chance. Okay, okay. MLB, what should we put in? MLB Final Night 2012. You're going with 12. I'm going with 12. 2012. Eh, Baseball season comes up. I'm I'm right there with you. Absolutely nothing. All right. Well, anyways, there was a remarkable night. <laughs> it within, was within the last decade, right? Uh, that was uh, appointment television, is what it was, um, and we're not sure what year it was. So let's move it on. It wasn't to, twelve. It was not twelve. It was not twelve. 
Ah, uh, maybe here. No. Yes. Yes, here we are, 2011. Okay, so we're in the ballpark. Yes. And who are the teams involved? Boston was fighting Tampa for the wild card spot. Okay, yep. So that went down and to the And what did end. Baltimore have to do with it? Because I remember Baltimore, I thought. They has... must have been playing either Tampa or Boston, okay. I guess. Yep. And then in the National League, it was the Braves and the Cardinals fighting for that final okay, spot. Okay, something was going on in Houston. All right, let's click on the Cardinals that season. Let's see if we can find... End of the regular season, inching past. They overcame the Cardinals overcame a two ten and a half game deficit over the final thirty two. Holy cow, that's incredible in itself. Uh, down the wild card race, advanced doesn't have who they played at the end of the season though. Ah, we were close. We were close. Yeah. I'm going to give it to us. Yeah. Half, half a point. Uh, so tonight is baseball night at yep. the Miller House. I'm guessing your house as well. Well, volleyball night first. Oh, you've got a media com assignment tonight. What do you? Where will you be? I will be in your neck of the woods, so I'll stop on for a Stella afterwards. Absolutely. Uh, we'll. Um, I need to get home. Yeah, you do. Watch, watch the games. Yes, yes. I'm not, my lights are out and the doors locked. Well, in, so I, I, I figured as much. Before. You know what I'm going to do tonight? I think at least until the the Cubs um, start against the Pirates. And by the way, just looking at my iPhone, Chicago weather's kind of iffy. Ooh, Hope they're yeah. going to I mean they have no choice. They're going to wait this thing out. Mm-hmm. Uh, if is it Siri that puts the weather in my iPhone? I yeah, don't know if yeah. she does or not. She's not very good. Um, I'm going to watch for the final time this year. I think I'm going to watch my Blow Jays. Just one last look at my team before, because uh, I'm not going to watch them obviously from Thursday through Sunday. Right. Tomorrow probably. See that today or tomorrow I'm going to watch them. So I may as well get it out of the way. Just finish it off. Yeah, just to watch them one more time. I'm trying to remember the last time I watched the Twins. That's kind of how I am with Toronto. That's why I'm going to make a point of doing it tonight. Outside of a cursory, my fingers just go there, 668 during a a break in football, Mm -hmm. or a Cubs game, or Brewers, or Cardinals, whatever it is, I didn't see anything against the A's over the weekend. Series against Detroit before, no. The Kansas City series before that, no. It was when they played the Yankees, and uh, who had the no-hitter going? Ah, uh, oh man! I got no help. No help. Uh, oh, Odorizzi had a no hitter into the seventh inning. So we're talking almost three weeks ago. Jeez. You got to watch them one more. Where are they finishing out the streak? Uh, they got Detroit. Uh, that's who they're playing right now, and then they finish up with the White Sox. Yuck! Yeah. Ooh. I don't know if target? I'll see again. Is that a target? It is. It yeah. must be because they uh, honored uh, Harrelson at. Uh, um, Guaranteed Bank Stadium on Sunday. Yes, that was the end yeah. for the White Sox. It, it was the end of the homestand yep. for them. And uh, look, say what you want about the guy. 60 years in the game of baseball. Mm-hmm. Tip of the cap to you, Hawk. No, really. I didn't like him? No, I didn't like him per se as well. I I, th- I really didn't. No. I thought Steve Stone would help him. Yeah. Um, Pachorik was there. They were they were a team for so long. Um he was a homer. That's what you want. I get it. White Sox fans loved him. Mm-hmm. And Trent, that's probably at the end of the day, that's what you want, right? You're Is right. Your team's fan base to love your guy, and the White Sox fans loved their guy. Because when you have a guy you don't love, it doesn't make for a very fun baseball No, season. it's true. It's true. And you want your guy to be a homer, and you want your guy to have your team's back, whether it's you know during the game or when you're out and about. And, uh, and, and the Hawks certainly did that for his team. Trent, I remember as a player. Really? In the late 60s, I think with Boston. Um, I do. I remember him as a player. Boy, 60 years in the game. Hats off to you. He gone. He is. And it, and it, um, 
It was pretty emotional in the book, and understandably so, yeah. right? I mean, this this guy's that's all he's known. Think of it, sixty years, folks. Um, it has to strike a nerve, an emotional nerve, when it's time to say goodbye. Well, what are you going to do when you hang up the microphone? Think well, I know I'm not going to watch sports. I promised my wife that. <laughs> so you're never hanging it up. I don't know. Honestly, I thought what what was going to happen to me at one point. Um, when I would be in my 60s and 70s. Now, I never thought I would be leaving down the dial. Mm-hmm. I thought I would go further down the dial on Sunday night. Ah, Remember that two guys named yes, Jim show? Yes, I thought that that would be maybe one guy named Ken and somebody else is how I uh-huh. envisioned it coming to an end just so I could stay kind of in the game mm-hmm. so I could tell my wife that I had I got to watch the clones and the Hawks on. I got to talk about them on Sunday night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the plan. A guy named Ken. A guy named Ken. Yeah. It was going to be, uh, I, I was going to keep myself busy. Do, do they do any Sunday night sports programming? You no, know, I don't know, Trent. I honestly I don't, don't know. I used to listen to that a ton. And a lot of people did. Yeah. A lot of people did. I did a lot of, a lot more driving, a lot more traveling mm-hmm. back then. And, Sunday night, making my destination, and the blowtorch should go anywhere. Absolutely. And, you uh, know, Jim Zobel down the stretches, um, you know, in the final his final years when I would see him in the building, mm-hmm. you know, he was um, obviously the age taking its toll on his body. Mm-hmm. His mind was so sharp. Really? Just so sharp. He'd open his mouth and Jim Zobel would come out of it. <laughs> Honestly. That's how I always thought of it. Uh, he, he called me buddy. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I was Buddy, so he didn't know my name. Was that like Johnny or everyone was coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Buddy. Yeah. So, but he, it was, um, I mean, God, you know, yeah. just his place in this state will never be, ever be uh, forgotten. No, no doubt. So we won't forget that you're doing baseball. You're doing volleyball tonight. Uh, I've got I, I've got a baseball night ahead yeah. of me. Um, when do we start with Maction? Do you know? Until October. Usually the middle of October. Let me look real quick. Not that I want... Um, Maybe after we get through the divisional round of the playoffs. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's My familiar at the very I least. couldn't get on Twitter earlier. Now I can't oh, no. This, so. it's, it's all falling apart. Yeah, well, we're done, Trent. So, oh, hang on. Just just load it up for me. Real quick, I'm going to get out of here. Thursday football, Wednesday football. Tuesday, the 9th of October, we've got Appy State and Arkansas State. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not bad. So that's the first one, October 9th. And then I'm assuming after October 9th, uh, I, sh- I shouldn't have assumed. I'm no. in trouble. Uh, then we've got to go till the 23rd of October. We've got Troy and South Alabama. That's a Tuesday. These are some sunbelts. Here's some action action for you 30th and 31st. We finally get there. We get to Maction. So that is World Series time. It is World Series time, indeed. Um, you and Jimmy, now your abbreviated show today, Hawkeye Huddle. The boys will be here, Creighton and Ridge, from 5 until 6. Yep. I'm assuming Tom Cakert will stop by, and they'll be recapping the first four weeks of the regular season. What else have they got planned? Is that it, you know? Yeah, that that's the plan. That's mm-hmm. what the guys are going to be doing. We've... When will they dip their toe into basketball? By the way, the Minnesota... The Gophers' new basketball facilities, if you follow Andy Katz, that's where mm-hmm. I saw it on Twitter. Spectacular. Spectacular. Little Ricky will find a way to screw that up, too. The arms race, Trent. I mean, if you get a kid It's everywhere, up, though. It, I know, but if you get a kid there, all of a sudden now this is a, uh, whoa. <laughs> no, it's really nice. I go to Minnesota and underachieve. It seems like a good idea. Well, maybe that's been the case. Oh, yeah. Little Ricky, I love poking him. Uh, indeed. You see his old man's on Twitter? Oh, no. Yeah, he's on Twitter. Oh, no. Maybe the Rick Patino or something like that. I don't follow him. I don't even think I've read one of his tweets, but I saw that he uh, 
made his Twitter debut for What's That Worth? And I'm sure he's got thousands of followers already, yes, right? Yes, that's the way it goes. Uh, your first hour of the program today is what? Alex Halstead will be by. We'll talk some Cyclones, get ready for the road trip down to Recap TCU. the media day today with yes, him. Yes, and uh, we'll have that and uh, working for something later on in the hour Maybe some NFL talk, or maybe we'll just take another trip to the Connick Casino. I like to do that from time to time on Tuesdays, a little look ahead to the lines that are out for the week as we kind of, Tuesday, you know, we're finally putting that final mm-hmm. stamp on the week looking that was and, and looking forward. Uh, did you snap out of it, do you feel, yesterday, your oh, Steelers yeah. win? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. behind you now, the oh. slump is behind you. Got, had the Steelers on the money line, got that, got some baseball going. We're back. I just got to get out of Vegas. I'm, I'm not at my best in Vegas. I'm at my best with my phone and the trusty app and... If that was legal, of course. Right, right which, right. which is yeah. not. Right. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at noon. Cappy's going to join us. Where will the Cubs be at that point? Mm. Are the Brewers closing in? Remember, the Brewers finished with three against Detroit. The Cubs have to play the Hungry Cardinals. Going to make for an interesting final five days of MLB. Until tomorrow, thank you for being here with us. Trent and I are back every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Jimmy B and TC get you home from 4 until 6. Thank you for being here. Oh, by the way, all of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Couple of locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. This is the Ken Miller show thanks for being here 1700 kbgg now listen to 1700 kbgg on alexa say alexa enable the 1700 kbgg skill then to play us say alexa play 1700 kbgg Simple enough. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial vinyl print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. 
That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern day sports cards from brands such as Tops, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pump it and drive home a nicer newer car today for just 10 bucks down i'm throwing a hail mary to make my month and i need your help trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down this is for a limited time so get in here and score before the clock runs out i'm joe clemens and i'm your dealer for the people come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com Point out the colors of you, I see them too, and boy, I like them, I like them, I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate, we out here vibing, we vibing, we vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Oh, bud, I heard these guys live once. How was it? It was way more... Like this! This is awesome! Give them a concert experience they'll never forget. And save on the ticket. Buy two boxes of participating Big G cereals, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios, or Lucky Charms, for a $10 Ticketmaster ticket cash code. Hey, how about tickets to the game Sunday? Seriously? Must be 13 years or older. Redeem Impact Code by 10-27-18. Exclusions apply. Visit Ticketmaster.com slash General Mills Cereal for full terms and conditions. The Heritage Carousel will continue to be open to the public on Saturdays and Sundays through mid-October. The carousel opened in 1998 and rides for 50 cents for kids. Rides today are still just 50 cents for kids. For more information on times, days, and how to rent the carousel, please go to our website at... 